Good morning, everybody. Hope everyone's doing fantastic on this wonderful Friday morning, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff show. I'm on every uh, Monday through Friday, and the way that this show works is every Monday, um, Wednesday, and Friday, it is a public show. And on Tuesday and Thursday, it is for Instagram subscribers and Patreon members. But you can see five five podcasts a week. And then on our Patreon channel, don't forget, we do our Zoom. If you're not part of Patreon, Patreon is a really, really powerful um, uh, uh, information portal for us. I'll put up the link right now, patreon.com slash Solid Canine Training for all the folks who are listening on the podcast. And as far as becoming an Instagram subscriber, it's very, very simple. You just go to our Instagram channel, front page, where the bio is, and you just click subscribers. It's $4.99 a month, and you get a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. You get access to um, things that are not shown publicly and will never be shown publicly. Um, so that's very, very exciting. So more ways for you to get um, free help from us. If it's your first time tuning in, my name is Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine training. I've been dog training and rehabilitating very difficult dogs for the last 20 years, over 10,000 dogs traveling the world over 300 different uh, times to work with dogs, with seminars, one-on-ones, social media, helping, you know, hundreds of thousands of people around the world. Um, I don't sugarcoat anything. Some people don't like my delivery, but listen to the information and forget about the delivery because your life will change. The only thing that I um, share with you are things that work and they have worked thousands, if not tens of hundreds of thousands of times. And I don't share things that don't work that we have not done. Um, our way is not the only way, but our way works for us. And I think that's really, really important to um, uh, uh to explain, um, this industry has been is being slowly destroyed as far as the dog training industry, and I am trying to actually um, uh, uh, speak the truth, which I've been doing for twenty years. Too much. Um, um, what's the word? People fucking hating the information that I have to say because it's the truth. Sometimes the truth hurts. Sometimes it hits home. Sometimes. Um, People don't want to admit that they've been lying to you, even though they absolutely positively know they've been lying to you, and they're telling you what things to do which don't work, have never worked, and will never work. Why? They want to keep the owner down. They want to keep the owner struggling. It goes along with just the rest of the country as far as every other thing that's going on out there. There's an organization out there of multiples of dog trainers, organizations, vet groups, um, uh, uh, rescues, um, PETA, um, HSUS, that all want you to actually live a miserable life with your dog. And that is the truth. And it sounds really dramatic, but when you break it all down, they want your life with your dog to suck. Some of them don't even want you to have a dog. They want to appear like they're the angels and they're the saints, but all it really is based on is raising money. Meanwhile, we're giving everything away for free and we are speaking the truth. And just because the truth hurts, that doesn't mean it's not the truth. So I do these podcasts. I do Q&As. I do one-on-one consults. We've got, we actually train dogs. I actually train dogs every day. I'm not a social media dog trainer. I actually train actual dogs. I rehab aggression. I rehab some of the worst behaviors out there. I show our work. And a lot of the um, heavier stuff we have to do is behind um, paywalls because we can't just put it out there for everyone because of 
I don't care about the hate. It's more about just um, the rules of the road of social media. That's why we love our courses and um, one-on-one consults. But I will absolutely explain to you how you do things step-by-step. And I'm sick and tired of dog trainers, even in my own realm, who are pussyfooting um, around the issues and making it sound like you don't have to be as firm with your dog to stop unwanted behaviors and dangerous behaviors as um, you need to be. And that's what I think this show is going to be. It is going to be talking about there are times when you are going to have to deliver your dog a very high consequence. And I will explain to people how you do that physically, mentally, emotionally, and step by step. And then at the end of this, you can ask questions about um, some of these unwanted behaviors that need to be stopped. Because what we are doing now is where most owners are living a life of misery and they cannot take their dogs places. They cannot have guests come over their house. Their dogs are a danger to their immediate family as well as society, as well as to the other dogs. People are confused. They're getting false information. And it's time for that to stop. How can I make this more clearer? You are being lied to. You are being lied to. So, we use a reward-based... There's 86,400 seconds in a day. Dogs live with us for four to six weeks, but we also do online consults. We also have courses, so they live with you. Either way, we spend less than one minute, less than 60 seconds, even with some of the worst dogs out there of a day, applying a punisher. Less than 60 seconds. So let's scale this. So when you see or you hear me talk about it, it seems like that's all we do. But I can assure you that's far from all we do. We actually use a reward-based system. In fact, I just put up a a post today on uh, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook on we actually clicker train dogs. We use a reward-based system. We used food. When we want to train a dog a wanted behavior, which we spend a huge amount of time on, we use a reward-based system. We use markers. We use a reward, positive reinforcement, food-based training. That's how you train wanted behaviors. Now, that philosophy, though, does not work with stopping unwanted behaviors. So when you go to a trainer, you need to vet them. Ask them point blank, how do you stop this behavior? Make it simple. How do you stop jumping on people? That's the easiest one to ask. How do you stop jumping on people? How do you stop rushing towards the front door? How do you stop barking out the front window? Simple things. Don't even get into the aggression realm. Simple, unwanted behaviors. Ask them. And if the word is not apply a punisher, make something intolerable, apply a correction, if, if, if those words are not on there, they're bamboozling you. They're full of shit. Nobody in particular. Notice how I never mention a name. In 20 years, I think I've only mentioned my buddy Sean O'Shea and one male TV um, dog trainer. And in a positive way. That's it. I don't mention any other anybody else even though my name is smeared through the mud, but I take the high road because that's what real men do. 
So why is it why is it that when people are actually struggling with unwanted behaviors, simple things, barking out the front window, why is it that a professional ethical dog trainer who knows that redirection does not work, who knows that a reward-based system for their step one. Remember, there is a step one. We need context. My next show is on context. Why is it that somebody can't say, make it suck to bark out the front window, make it suck to rush the front door, make it suck to jump on people, make it suck to get in the trash, make it suck to jump up on counters, make it suck to bark out of control. Make it suck to resource guard. Why is it that people are afraid to say that? Nobody wants to be called an abusive dog trainer. Nobody wants to take the social media pressure. What it means in my world is people are cowards. People with the no are being cowards. You have no courage. Can you not be courageous? Can you not take the heat? Don't tell me you can't take the heat. If you can't take the heat, what's the saying? Get the fuck out of the kitchen. But if you're going to be able to professionally train a dog and train wanted stuff, which is reward-based stuff, train unwanted stuff, which is a punitive-based stuff, you better be prepared to put the information out there and... Whatever pushback you get, you, the, the pushback you get, but you have an obligation to the owner to give them the right information. And the most ridiculous advice is being said. The most ridiculous advice is being said. But you know what I'd like? How about show me? It's sort of like animal behaviorists, veterinary behaviorists. In the United States, those are people that have gone through training through the medical community to achieve a certificate that makes them supposedly higher knowledgeable than just a basic dog trainer, but they're not because they have no real world experience. They don't have experience. I actually do discredit them because show me on the leash, not with your words, not with your PowerPoint point presentation, not with your letters after your name, show me with your actions. Because owners want actions. Owners don't want theory. They want actions. They need step-by-step -step on how to do something. I'm talking about step-by-step. What we got here for step-by-step? And lure up. Good. Sit. And I'm going to lure. This is a great video on green to green to graduate. Down. Good. Tucker here. Good job. Down. Bless you, honey. Turn around and come back towards us. For the people listening on the podcast, Tucker, here. this is uh, our Green to Graduate promo video. 11 days. We took a dog. We didn't even know its name. And, um, it became, and it became And it became awfully trained. You can do that in four weeks. You can take your dog right now you're totally out of control dog. And you can, right now, if we did a one-on-one -on -one consult in, in 30 minutes, you'd have a handle on your dog. 30 minutes.
By the way, down here in Florida, we are training dogs in Florida. If you're interested in getting your dog trained in the Bradenton area, and we are our local market is 300 miles. We work with um, all dogs down here, so um, you might want to um, give us a uh, give us give us a hand. Hold on one second. Um, let me have answer this. This is an important uh, thing here. So, I think it's important. So, let's start with some of the, the 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 biggest things. Some of the bigger things. First of all, let's talk about the mental part of correcting a dog high. But first, let's go even farther back. Let's talk about the mental anguish of your badly behaved dog. How many of you out there? Lives are limited because of your dog's behavior. What I mean by that is how many people cannot take their dogs for a pleasant walk around high levels of distraction? Dogs, kids, a marathon, school children at playgrounds, skateboards, basketballs. Excuse me, I'm burping a lot this morning, a soccer game. How many of you? Okay. How many of you can't have people over your house and how much fun is that because of your dog's behavior? How many of you have to put your dog in another room and it's barking its head off? How many of you just can't have your dog just lie down and be calm? Right now, Texas to my right. I didn't even tell him to do it. We haven't even been on a run yet. We're going to go on a bicycle ride right after the podcast and, and um, he'll get his morning exercise in. How many of you can't have company over because dogs jump up on your company? How many of you have got your dogs barking out the front window and can't shut them up? How many of you have got a dog that's leash reactive and walks are not fun for you? But how many of you are afraid to apply a punisher to your dog? Punisher is not abuse. It's an actual dog training theory that is practiced by millions of people around the world. It's not my theory. It is the theory. I just talk about it more because everyone else is a freaking wimp to talk about it. And everybody else says you don't need to do it, but they're full of shit. Everybody's on this least invasive on this low numbers on the remote, on rewarding a dog out of bad behaviors, out of redirecting a dog out of bad behaviors. You're missing step one. Step one is making that bad behavior suck. Nobody wants to talk about it. Why not though? It works. It absolutely positively works. It doesn't ruin the relationship with your dog. It makes your relationship better. I've got testimonials, thousands of testimonials, 10,000 of testimonials saying, wow, as soon as I started understanding the train the good, eliminate the bad, my relationship got better with my dog. Uh-huh. But training, eliminating the bad takes seconds. Training the good takes a while. Stopping unwanted behaviors is relatively easy. Dog-on-dog aggression, dog-on-human aggression takes longer. Separation anxiety can take longer, but a lot of your behaviors that I mentioned earlier in the show take seconds. 
A remote cower can be your best friend for that. But we use remote cowers to fully off-leash train dogs with a reward-based system. We use remote cowers to get dogs over fear, anxiety, and stress. We use remote cowers to gain the dog's confidence. We use remote cowers to communicate with the dog from five feet away on a leash, two feet away, one feet away, up to a mile away. Which takes training. It's called dog training. These are communication tools. A leash is a communication tool. Your voice is a communication tool. Markers are a communication tool. Food is a communication tool. The cower is a communication tool. If you choose to use a harness, that's a communication tool. It's all dog training. So, the emotional part of you that keeps your dog from getting a high-level correction for barking out the window for the last one, two, three, four, five years can be eliminated in seconds. So why, what is holding you back? What is holding you back from giving your dog a proper correction, punisher, apply a punisher to instill an inhibitor to stop an unwanted behavior? What is stopping you from doing that to live a better life, which takes seconds, 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 I say, seconds. That's it. No, correct. How high? High enough for the dog to go, that effing sucked, I don't want to do it again. Is that so difficult to do? What is it that, that, that you struggle with? Why are you comparing that to abuse? Why are you comparing that to be mean? Why are you comparing that to doing that? You know why? Because something that's stuck in your possible past through a, through a spouse, a partner, a boss, your parents, um, a, a sibling, that you're associating it with something that's abusive. When in fact, all it is is information. You're not yelling, you're not screaming. All you're doing is applying things. So how do you stop counter surfing? Put food up on the counter, have your remote on the highest level, put a video camera set up, hide somewhere. Just get yourself a ring camera and move it around the house. They're like, what, $99? Get a baby monitor. Dog jumps up on the counter, correct high, five seconds. Make it suck. It's not pretty to watch. None of this is pretty. Same with the trash can. Same with the front window. Same with rushing the door. Same with digging holes. Same with eating shit. These are second fixes. Well, what happens if the dog like does it again in six months? So then you do it again in six months. They're dogs. What happens if you miss going to the gym for three days in a row? Go to the gym on the fourth day. Get over it. And then your life just becomes habit. And your dog stops doing these behaviors. Same with the trash can. There's so many, there's so many people that are so concerned about the dog I'm also concerned about the dog, but I'm more concerned about the family. And I'm concerned about the day the family has to decide if they're going to give up their dog and if they're going to keep their dog. And we can keep your dog in your house. Because 
Do you really think you're jumping, biting, barking, separation anxiety, fearful, anxious, nervous, uh, aggressive dog has got a better place outside your house? No. The best place for your dog is inside your house, rehabbed. We're announcing a bunch of programs in 2023 where um, we're doing a week-long live of us actually working with a client's dog and teaching it remote power training. And it's going to be, um, it's going to be uh, live-streamed. You purchase it. It's not going to be up for sale on our academy. And it's a one-shot deal with that particular dog. And you all will be announcing that very soon. Because in Florida, after we get back from Mexico, we got a dog coming in in January, dog coming in in February, and right now we've got openings in March, and we're, we're going to be taking even more dogs in to our Florida location. So sign up. Fill out a form. Let's get to the questions. Murph says, good morning, Jeff. Hope you're doing well. I'm doing fantastic. Thank you. Got up this morning at 2, started putting good things in my brain. And um, doing fantastic. Made breakfast, printed out Angelo's homework, got his homework all scheduled, ready to go. He's eating breakfast. Going to start putting up the uh, uh, putting up the fence. Let's see what else. No, today we're buying a car. Joel and I are, are starting a Turo fleet. If you're familiar with Turo, it's it's sort of like the Airbnb for car rentals. So we're starting Turo down here in Florida. So that's going on. So today we buy the car. We've already put a down payment on it. So we'll be doing Turo and we'll be putting that out there. And we'll be, if you rent one of our houses, we can, you can also offer Turo. We also deliver that to the Sarasota airport. And it's a, uh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll promote it. I'll put it up. It's a, um, the fuck did we even buy? 2017 Hyundai Santa Fe. Nice little, nice little uh, uh, mid-size SUV, great condition, almost all the bells and whistles, low mileage, I don't know, 50 bucks a day with delivery. Also, we have the option of a beach set, cooler, beach chairs, beach umbrella, a lot of different options. Angela, can you start your homework, my love? All right, brush your teeth, comb your hair, put your glasses on, wash your face, thank you. Um, so things are going great. Plus, we got some other other irons in the fire. We'll be announcing after we get back from Mexico. Um, put the link up to our uh, to the Patreon channel, patreoncom training. You want to probably join that if you'd like to. It's ten dollars a month. You get two more of these Q and A podcasts. You get a Zoom room, which is face to face. You get twenty percent off of the consults, and you get twenty percent off of the. Um, Courses. Also, another great uh, link to have is the Academy, academy.solidcaninetraining.com. Um, Let me go to that right now. Let me see if I can share my screen. Um, uh, where is it right there? So right here, we've got some great courses, not only the Green to Graduate, we've got... Um, Look at all these different courses, and we've got bundles. These are the great bundles. You get a puppy course and a green to graduate with uh, for two ninety five, which saves you a lot of money. And then you also get the green to graduate with two leisure activities um, for three ninety nine. You save money. And then we also have something called 
um, Green to Graduate done with you, which is coaching. We have something called the Inner Circle, which is also coaching. So a lot of great things, a lot of great things happening. All right. Um, Deb says, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Jeff. Deb, good morning to you. Crazy nurse. Oops. Good morning. Good morning. Melissa says, nailed it with a certified behavior. Yeah. Certified behavior doesn't mean shit. Okay. It means they, they just took a test and I'm sorry. You know, if it, like, again, hand them the leash, get them to work your dog, get them from behind your desk, their desk, get them to work your dog. Take my dog for two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, train my dog. We have my dog. Don't just tell me with printed paper. I can easily get certified. I actually refuse to just for principle because I would have to lie on the test and I refuse to do that. I choose my, ethic, my ethics instead, instead of lying on the test to answer the questions, to just get certification because I would have to lie because I know the answers that they want. Kim, good morning, Jeff. You previously mentioned you keep the e-collar on throughout the day. If you leave the house, do you remove it? You can, but if you've got a dog that gets separation anxiety, just having the remote collar on can also help. You can also have a bark collar on. Just want to switch every three or four hours. But don't be in a rush to get collars off. Why are we in such a rush to get collars off? Because we associate them with something possibly bad. I don't. My dogs don't. 95 plus percent of the dogs we work with don't like, oh, we get to work. We're going to go have some fun. Allison says, good morning. Good morning, Allison. How are you? Deb, not sure how this happened, but someone took my name off the Q&A from Wednesday and contacted me to tell me you are a dog abuser. Yeah, that happens all the time. I was so angry, but did not respond. I was wondering if I was the only one that it happened to Wednesday. Probably not. People do that all the time. People do that all the time. It goes in waves, Deb. It goes in waves. Like this morning, I must have deleted 20 negative things. So it's so obviously something happened. Something happened. So one of our videos got shared and then everybody attacks me. So we got tons of attack yesterday, tons of attack this morning. It's just from a bunch of freaking losers. You know, and then they violently threaten us. Not threaten me, they threaten my staff. I just find that funny. Thre threatening to punch a female in the face. Threatening to kill a female. The irony. The irony. That sounds like it goes against the, the, the terms of service on Facebook, on Instagram, on TikTok, doesn't it? Are they going to do anything about it? I reported it. You can't just go threaten my staff to, to punch them in the face because they advocated for the dogs. You just can't go around doing that. And I'd love to see you even, I'd love to see you step out of my property. Tough guy, tough girl. Go ahead, step on my property. Say it to their face. Go ahead. Everybody's tough behind a keyboard. Everybody's tough behind a keyboard. But unless you're in the arena that we're in, you couldn't work with these dogs. Jackie, just block them. These trainers have lots of uh, trolls who attack their business, family, and clients, people who do that are nasty. It would be one thing if they try to nicely convert, but they're just throwing hate. They don't want to convert. They don't give a shit about your dog. They don't give a shit about you. They can only care about their own ideology and their own agenda. So do I. 
but I don't go around people's on, on people's pages. The most unprofessional, immature, childish behavior, the sign of a weak person, the sign of somebody with no courage. That's what they do. That's what they do. Well, they should close their pie holes and start walking the walk and join us in the arena. But they don't. They won't. They won't. Um, and so, yes, you do block them. Skyler says, uh, what's the difference between a good and bad behaviorist? I've never met a behaviorist that, that, I, that I liked. Now, are there behaviorists out there that I might like? Sure. But a behaviorist in the United States is somebody that does not have practical hands-on training. If I'm wrong, then that's then I'm wrong. But I'd love to meet these people. I would love to meet people that can actually stop unwanted behaviors in a quick enough fashion that the family is satisfied. And it's not that everybody wants to do it quick. Sure, I want my dog to stop jumping on my kids quick. I want my dog to stop knocking over grandma quick. And is that wrong? No, because it can be done in seconds. Seconds. I want my dog to stop uh, resource guarding its food. Seconds. Why would you not want it done in seconds? I want my dog to stop barking out the window. Seconds. How do you do it? High-level consequences. These are simple concepts. You're not mad. You're not angry. You're not yelling. You're not screaming. It's just no consequence. No is your marker. Consequence. I just did a post yesterday on clicker training. Clicker, we use for rewards. Click, or the word yes, reward. It's not that difficult to figure out. Angela, I would like you to do your homework right here. Okay. Um, I'm thinking about furthering my career in that direction. I want the right info. Do I need college? Skyler, why? You want to further your career? Get more hands-on experience. Get more hands-on experience. Now, if you want to go to school, if you want to get a further education, go for it. But nothing will give you more and more results, better results than hands-on. We have hired people that have been highly educated but couldn't even walk a dog. Imagine that. $100,000 in debt and you can't even fucking walk a dog. Meanwhile, I can pull one of our clients and say, here, here's a client's dog, walk the dog, and they'll walk the dog. No experience other than with their own dog. What do you need? What do you fucking need to go to school for to learn how to do, like, here, here's your school. How do I stop a dog from barking at the front window? Remote collar on the dog. Dog barks at the front window. No. Boom. Consequence. You need school for that? Dog rushing the front door. What do I do? No. Consequence. Do you need school for that? Dog is uh, uh, resource guarding. What do I do? Walk up to the dog. It growls. Even if it doesn't growl, say, out consequence. Who needs school for that? I just schooled you for free. For free. We are going to be setting up in Florida a shadow program. Correct, Joelle? We will be. And it's going to be with Joelle and me teaching you. In beautiful weather. Swimming pool, treadmills, behavior mod, aggression. 
Sylvia says, Jackie, um, while that's terrible, how can they remove a person from a chat? I'm not text savvy. All you do is block them. You first, what you do is you block the person and then you delete. It's important you do it in that way. Block the person and then delete. So you take your cursor, put it on the comment, hit the comment, and it gives you choices. Block and then delete. Oh, they're trolling our show? You can still, because if they're trolling our show, they probably reached out to you and you can proactively block them. Right, they're not commenting. They're, they're, they're right. right, but this is common. Do you know that every one of our clients in our boarding train at some point that goes through phases, people will call up dogs in our facility saying that we're abusing their dog. Do you fucking think that our clients are that stupid? Do you think that the people that listen to our show are that stupid? Why do you think they fucking listen to our show? They listen to our show because they want to learn. And maybe these people should shut their pie holes, take the hot pockets out of their ears, and they should listen to our show too. Because unless you've got better information, and if you do, kudos to you. Put it on your page. Create your own show. Do you know that it costs me, well, I think I pay $50 a month for, for this platform that I'm on, but a year. But basically, it costs me free to do this show. Anybody can do the show. Angelo has his own podcast. He just did it last night. Angelo's Mythology Podcast. Look it up. It's on our YouTube channel. It's on our Facebook page. He's his own podcast. His own podcast channel. He's a 10-year-old kid. He's got his own podcast. Jackie, my adolescent dog isn't very sensitive to the e-cower when super aroused. I was thinking of making it bonker, but got a prong and said the prong is much better to stop the new fear barking that emerged. First of all, how do you know it's fear barking? Second of all is this. Is your remote collar on snug? It's making full contact. Also, how high are you going? You say no. When the dog's barking, say no. Correct. So Jackie, how high are you going on that remote collar? And do you have good fit? And what model of remote collar is it? All those things matter. Sherry, I find it interesting that I can't find a force-free, positive-only trainer post their content on social media training an aggressive dog because they don't. Sherry, they don't do it. This is factual. This is not me hating on anybody. These are just facts. I also don't know of a foot doctor that does open-heart surgery. I, I don't. I don't know many track stars that are astronauts. I don't know many people that compete in triathlons, which I did, that also do high jump. I just don't. You're not going to find it. Force-free is bullshit. There is no such thing as force-free. If you show me a video of a force-free trainer, I will point out all the force. But I don't want to see the fucking video. But there's no such thing as force-free. It's a marketing slogan. That's like McDonald's telling you that food is healthy. It's not. Burger King, Taco Bell, Wendy's. It's not healthy food. It's shit food. That's like saying milk chocolate Snickers bars are healthy. They're not. Weight Watchers food, it's not healthy. It's filled with sodium. 
These are slogans from their marketing department. Kibble, it's not healthy for your dog. Bulldog, hey, Jeff, when do you sleep? Well, yesterday I took a nap, it seems like, from 7 to 9, according to Joelle. And then I slept from 11 till 2. Actually, 143. That's actually really good. Okay, Angela, do your homework. Kim says, thank you. Jackie says, applying a punisher can be hard. No, it can't. It's hard for you. Jackie, you can do it. I respect that it's difficult for you, but I'm telling you, you can do it. You got too much heart into it. And I have heart too, but I'm also methodical and I also know the final results. I learned I was soft uh, with doing avoidance. Uh, oh, geez. Let me see here. Hold on here. Hold on. Uh, Jackie says, applying a punisher can be hard. I learned I was soft with doing avoidance. Avoidance with my adolescent dog. I used to go up all the way on the e-cow and hold for a second and work for a litter box, but not for digging and poop eating. You gave me advice to hold for 10 seconds. I would spy my dog. It only held for like three, four seconds. I was excited to catch her in the act, but it's tough watching her scream. Of course it's tough. I don't enjoy it. I don't enjoy it. But do you want to stop the behavior or not? I wish that sometimes it could be friendlier, but sometimes it's not. Soli Dia Music, if, if my dog sees the e-cower as a cruel medieval torture device, why does he get silly giddy every time I prepare to put it on him? Agreed. That's how it should be. Skylar, we've had dogs come in with random aggression, never the same trigger. I wanted to look into dog psychology to figure out what could be causing things like that. You're better off, Skylar, but you're looking too deep. I, I encourage you, but do you want to know why or do you want to stop it? For some reason, we do, okay, we do massive troubleshooting. We do not train every dog the same. Let's get that right off the t right on the table right now. We absolutely do not train all, all dogs the same. We have to troubleshoot many times. But what I will say is this. Our way of stopping things is extremely similar. And you're going to get more and more... Um, um, you get more and more people, dogs that are coming in aggressive and not mentally stable with lots of fear, lots of anxiety. Um, we're seeing it more and more and more now. Sylvia says, I'm here to learn. Haters suck. Haters always suck, but it's no big deal. It's all part of the game. And if you're going to put your shit out there, you're going to get haters. But you didn't make your stuff for the haters. You made your stuff for the people that like your content. Always remember that. If you are a content creator, just remember you're putting stuff out there that people like. If they don't like it, you didn't make it for them. Simple concept. Um, uh, Laura Lee says, I'm so excited to learn about the shadow training. We are just north of you near St. Pete. So Laura Lee, go into our contact form. Go into our contact form on our website. Fill it out, and I will give you a call, and I'll let you know about our um, shadow program here in Florida. Now that the city of New York makes shock hours illegal, if I were to sit somebody in New York, how is that enforced? I would still use them. California and New York. I'd still use them. But this is the thing. California and New York, ironically, are also wanting people to mask up inside. And we all know masks don't work. Like, are we aware of that? We all know that the, that the, that the uh, 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 what do they call that fucking thing that they put in your arm, which I've refused to do? The vaccination. We all know that doesn't work. We all know Fauci's full of shit and he's a liar. We all know that. Masking doesn't work. The vaccine doesn't work. We know that. 
How do we know that? Because people that have been vaccinated keep getting COVID. We all know that social distancing doesn't work. Masking doesn't work. We know that by now. Bless you. But we also know that, 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 that ironically, those two states that are enforcing all of these rules to control you are also forcing, enforcing now how you work with your animal. Why do you think that is? It's based on control. Um, sorry, Jeff. Um, I missed a good part of this, but if you have a long, you have a dog that will not stop doing wild rolls, freaking out when you put a prong collar every time you can use um, to stop that behavior, a high correction. No, we just wait the dog out. Or we'll, we will bonk the dog. We will bonk the dog. Um, Lisa, it's one thing to block. She's intentionally passively aggressively slightly kicking the, them like the dog is already passing and she has to put the foot up. Was the point if it, if it didn't do anything but make the dog think you're going to hit them? Well, first of all, Lisa, first of all, if you're talking about the second, first of all, you have to remember that's a compilation video. I've been doing this for 20 years, 10,000 dogs. We walk, I don't know, anywhere from 10 to 15 dogs a day, seven days a week. Every day we are rushed by off-leash dogs. Every day we are lunged at by on-leash dogs. My staff has been bit before by on-leash dogs. Not once in any of those videos did you see any of my staff kicking a dog. Every one of those situations could have been horrific. Every one of those situations could have been horrific. My staff does not look out for trouble. But that dog that where she did the sidekick, I cannot tell you how many times in that situation, dogs like that come up from behind and bite the trainer in the back or bite the dog in the back. It has happened many times. My staff is highly trained on how to keep dogs away from them. And unless you have been mauled, and hospitalized by an off-leash dog, unless you have seen a dog killed by an off-leash or an on-leash dog, you won't understand these things. But why is it that you are putting blame on us and not, and you are not concerned about the untrained dog coming at us. Did you notice all the dogs that we are working with, which have a history of, of aggression and leash reactivity, did you notice how they were walking properly? Because we're advocating for them. But you're only seeing a small clip. You're seeing a three-second clip out of a 86,000 second day out of a 3 million second six-week board and train. You are seeing three seconds. We have an obligation to keep these dogs safe. And I understand what the confusion is. I and all my staff have permission to boot a dog as hard as they want. And until you are charged by an off-leash dog and you, your dog, or your child is bit, will you understand? And you can't tell if a dog is friendly or not. You can't. The breed doesn't matter. I have seen dogs killed in front of me. I have been hospitalized by off-leash dogs. I have been bit by chihuahuas. I have been bit by mastiffs. 
I have been taken to the ground by dogs and mauled. And if you look at the comments in that, look at all the comments. You'll see all the other people that also experience this on a daily basis. You are entitled to your opinion, and I respect it. But all I will say is this. You've got to understand what we deal with on a daily basis. You have to understand what we deal with on a daily basis. It didn't do anything because we stopped it. We prevented it. So how about this? The video clip before it with that little dog at the park, which is an on-leash park, that we saved that dog's life. We saved that dog's life. We actually saved that dog's life. Any comment on that one? Feel free, Lisa. I don't mind. I'm not attacking you. I'm not fighting with you. I'm just, I'm just telling you how it actually really is. And I want you to realize that if you're in our footsteps, we're professional trainers that work dozens of dogs a day, seven days a week, 365. A dog's on a leash that's a six-foot leash. It can pull its owner across the street. We see it. It happens. How about in Petco or Pet Supply Plus, wherever that was, that dog that got away from its owner and rushed towards us, and we blocked it. That could have been a massive dog fight. Quiet. That could have been a massive dog fight. That's a huge, huge, huge issue. And everybody likes to defend that off-leash dog. We prevented a dog fight in the middle of a store, but did you notice how the dogs that we were handling didn't move an inch? Why? Because the trainer advocated for it. But it's our fault? We're in the wrong? That dog is lucky it didn't get a boot to the face. That's not mean either. A boot to the face or a hospital visit for the person or an ER visit for the dog. But God forbid your dog is ever attacked by off-leash dogs. A buddy of mine had, Joel, can you talk to RT, please? Okay. Can you, can you, and can you just also explain to him my schedule? Can, can you make, um, also, it's important that, that, that like, unless you've been attacked by an off-leash dog, you won't appreciate this, but I respect your opinion. Sherry says, totally agree with you, Norforce free. Sherry said, Miss Angela's podcast yesterday, is there, is, is there one next week? Um, yes, there is. There's one. You can watch the replay. The replay is on our Facebook page and our YouTube channel. He's underneath solid canine training yet because he has not gotten his own channel yet, but it's happening. Um, crazy Nurse um, says, Jeff, we want to get another dog and have a lab now. Any advice on how to best do this? We want a smaller dog, but I doubt that size matters. Well, if we're talking about lovemaking, size does matter. According to most women, more than nine inches is too much. So, um, But we can talk about the size of the dog and what you can do is a one-on-one -on -one consult with me. Um, Constance says, applied my first Punisher via e-cowler yesterday. It sucked. The dog audible, but too. Who cares if they're audible? Dogs are audible. Do you know that dogs are audible before you cut their nails? Dogs are audible by, you try to air, air dry, use the air blower on a dog, they scream like hell. Grab a dog's paw to cut its nails, it screams like hell. 
put a slippery on a dog, it screams like hell. You got to get over that. Children, they scream like hell because they can't have candy. They scream like hell because they don't want to eat dinner and they want to eat something else. Um, the dog audible, but too short purse with a strong, not angry. And I, I did it. The dog did it. Problem fixed. Dog still loves me. Of course the dog still loves you. This, this concept that it ruins the relationship. Crazy nurse says, I'm a nurse who vaccinated and tested thousands of people. And I've never gotten the COVID. Um, Fauci is an idiot and a criminal. Agreed. But I don't want to turn this into a freaking COVID thing because we can go down the road. Go down. There's way people that are way smarter than me. But all I know is that I'm not. Angela's not. Joelle's not. And we, we travel the world. Well, we, we travel where we're allowed. Renee says, scary. Renee says, true. Jan is amazing. She advocates for her training dog. She's like a ninja. Yes, she is. Like, why can't we put January on a pedestal and say, hallelujah, praise the Lord. She is saving and advocating for the lives of these dogs. She's putting her own safety at risk to advocate for these dogs. Why does she have to be the villain, but the owners with the off-leash dogs rushing her are the victims? Why? It's so, the social dynamic of that is so weird. Renee says, um, absolutely true. Um, Jackie says, our personal corrections like prong and bonk are more powerful than knee collar depends on the dog. Depends on the dog. We have dogs that blow through the highest level of a remote collar, but crumble underneath a squirt bottle or a bonker. The dog determines the punisher. It's not breed specific, absolutely not. Ecow is more effective on mine, agreed. Um, Yuzuka, um, hi Jeff. I tried to bonk my dog growling at our guest, but I needed to bonk him tons of times. You, you probably did it wrong. He's very scared of bonkers, but kept growling. What did I do wrong? I'm so disappointed in my dog. Don't be disappointed it's your dog. We do a one-on-one -on -one consult. You join our green to graduates, done with you, or you join our inner circle. You do a coaching with us. There's nuances. There is textbook step one, step two, step three, but there's also nuances and troubleshooting, and we have to do the same thing. That's that is that is what coaching is all for. That's the master of coaching. Go on to academy.solidcanontraining.com, sign up for our inner circle. There's a coupon code and everything. Jackie said the, the New York decaler pan actually ban actually passed. I don't know. I don't follow this shit. All I know is this: I predicted it. I approached the e-coward companies. None of them gave a shit. But now they do. Why? Because it's a U.S. problem. And now it's going it's to hurt their market share. Where were you when I was when I brought it to your attention? Scott, I've had, I've had to actually kick an off-leash dog's nose because they refused to go away. Owner was nowhere to be found. I've kicked many of dogs. I'm not proud of it. I don't go around kicking dogs. I don't just go around kicking dogs in our training center. I don't kick dogs in public. But if you are approaching my space, and there's a potential that you will hurt me, Angelo, Joelle, one of my trainers, one of our dogs we're working with, my own personal dogs. I am going to be proactive. I'm not going to negotiate with a dog. I'm not going to assume the dog wants to play. I've seen too many horrific things in my life. Horrific. Allison says, escaped and unsupervised dogs are a huge problem where I'm from, everywhere they are. My employees and I see them every day. Got charged last week by a golden retriever who left its yard, crossed a busy street to come after me, and the dog and walking and the no owner in sight. Ridiculous. Times one million. Times one million. Debbie says, no, New York e coward bans proposed by a congressman. Nothing has actually been formally um, presented to Congress yet. So the congressman in New York was given $1 million, most likely. I don't know this for a fact, but this is how it works. 
They're given huge amounts of cash to present a bill. And the congressperson has no information on anything but e-cowers, but they're responding to the abuse allegations. And they're trying to grow their angel wings and satisfy a contingency base that is just loud. And they're presented with large amounts of money to present these bills. This is how it works. This is how Washington works. Or they'll sneak it in to another bill, some environmental bill. Or dogs have, can't be tethered. Dogs can't live outside in the snow. Oh, by the way, it also can't be used in the e-collar. Right? It's just manipulation. People need to wake up. If you want to use an e-collar, don't use one. But then on the flip side, dog trainers out there need to be ethical and need to show how they train dogs and stop disguising how they train dogs. Crazy nurse says, everyone is a freaking victim in our society today. I'm over it. Now our dogs are forced to be woke. Yes. They're, no, they're not, though. That's your choice. My dogs aren't woke. Nope. I'm fighting it. I'll be at the front lines. I'll carry the fucking flag. I'll take all the slack. I don't give a shit. I don't care whatsoever. I don't care at all. New York is clueless about animals. So people in New York need to stand up. Not me. Not Jeff Gelman. Dog owners in New York need to stand up and spew facts, not emotional bullshit, but facts. The people that are against, that are that are supporting this bill are doing everything based on emotion, but not facts. Facts need to be put out there. Facts, not petitions, which are stupid. Facts. Not these change.org petitions. Put out the facts. Share your story before and after. I went to four dog trainers. I went to a behaviorist. I put my dogs on drugs and nothing happened. By the way, I watched a 20-minute video from so-and-so and my dog's life changed. I have a better life with my dog. Facts. Ironically, as we know, especially in the UK, In the parliamentary procedures, if that's what it's called, the people that are voting on if shock collars can be legal or not legal, are some of them are actually using them. Jackie Garcia says, love you, love you too. Danny Walker says, I miss you, man. Danny, how are you? I hope you're doing really, really well, Danny. Danny, the last time I saw you, I think, was at a, at a convention. I haven't seen you since. Last I heard, you were in Vegas. Are you still in Vegas? I miss you, man. Thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Uh, Milan identifies as dog behaviors, but the elite hates him. I think he does. I think, um, I actually don't know. That's one dog trainer who I actually um, will say out in public because he is a celebrity. People have to understand, um, he actually knows his shit about dogs. He is bashed just because of the um, the way that the the TV show portrays them, but TV shows are edited. Keep that in mind. Um, Allison says I've been using your nail trim system for nail trimming this week, and woo, my back is killing me from the holds. But I but I've been doing it two two a day with many tricky first time dogs, and woo, we discovered some muscle, and I'm feeling sore. I need a table to put the dogs out like you guys have. Yeah, you need to use, use a raised table. It's not easy, but I assure you. It's, it eventually gets very, very simple. 
All right, everybody. Time for me to go. Got to run the dogs. Jeff Gelman, Solid Canine Training, madly in love with you. Tonight, the What Would Jeff Do show, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with the wonderful Joelle and myself answering all your dog training questions. Take care. And again, if you don't like the delivery, I understand. Listen to the message. I love you guys. Bye-bye.